Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome in to all the folks who you've been away at uh, the Rural Roundup with Andy Thompson. The first hour, well, the first half hour, we did some bloopers. Bloopers for just celebrating our second birthday on air today here on SCNZ. And... We get important people on uh, with a milestone show like this and we always get a great response to people when we talk turf, we talk lawns, we talk soil, hydration, nitrates. I don't know, I'm starting to get lost now. So we've got the great man, affectionately known as KJ, Carl Johnson. He's the turf manager at Waikato Stadium. Do yourself a favour, go and have a look at that for a start. He joins us now. KJ, welcome in. Good afternoon, Steph. Hey, happy birthday to Send Day. What a cool day to be uh, be able to chat to you guys. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. And it's like turf and lawns, mate. Turf and lawns. And I welcome people to send in questions. Double eight, double three. Get them in, and I'll and I'll put them to KJ. The fascination with lawns in New Zealand and the stripes and the healthy grass. And I got rid of my weeds. And how do I get rid of prickles? Do you get stopped all the time? Ask people asking you, how do I get my domestic lawns to look like Waikato Stadium? Yeah, I do, to be fair. And to be fair, lockdown was one of those moments where my phone ran red hot with people. You know, they're at home, they wanted some product, they wanted some advice, and they wanted to have seen pictures of my lawn or seen the, the turf that we look after here at Waikato Stadium in Cedar Park, and they're like, we wanted that. So, yeah, it's, uh, people are fascinated, and it's kind of, it's a bit of a trend these days, Steph. You know, like craft beer and growing veggies in your, your backyard garden, but also having a pretty good-looking lawn is pretty trendy these days, eh? What what's what's the I guess the number one question or, or, or yeah let's just say what what's the one thing people ask you for advice on? Oh God, that's a great question. Get asked heaps of advice with them. I give them good stuff is uh, debatable. <laughs> but no, what what they do? I guess one of the things is that that it it isn't just a one stop shop. You know, the lawns and turf need you know ten to eleven care, twenty four you know pretty much seven days a week. Right? I mean, they need a lot of love. And quite often you see people though. They might get their um, you know, instant turf lawn put on, and that's great, but they still need to be looked after. So it is always just maintenance all the time that that, that lawns do need, and and the you know a bit of bit of time put into it. You can't shoot off to that batch of yours, Staffy, for a month and then come back and wonder why it's not look like him, looking like Waikato Stadium. <laughs> How, how do you know how much to water it? Because, man, in the northern region and east coast of North Bay, very, well, not famously, infamously, we've had so much precipitation. We really didn't have a summer, and we really can't control rainfall, KJ. What do we do in high rainfall times to try and look after our lawns? Yeah, one of the wee things you can do, and you're right, I mean, the summer, well, we haven't had a summer. I mean, and doing what I do, particularly around cricket, you know, the weather dictates everything we do. But one of the tricks you can do, and even at this time of year, is to grab your garden fork and go and put it in and just pull it back on the handle, pull it out. And what you're doing there is alleviating some of the compaction that you'll get in the woods, but you're also allowing water to travel through the profile. And another thing that, that turf needs is air. So you're getting air into it. So you think about what you need, staff, to survive. You need food water and air, right? Mm. 
the same thing with your lawn. So you're looking at food, which is your fertilizers and products like that. You need obviously water, which we get plenty of. It does need air as well. So quite often, and also particularly in the areas where there's some shade, you'll find you'll get a bit of moss potentially grow. So just get a garden fork and put some holes in it and get some air in there. And what is there, like I know every lawn, it's going to be generalisations here. Lawn food. You go into a garden centre or or anything like that, there's an array. How do we know whether we get a fertiliser, whether we get um, manure, whether we get nitrogen? How do we know what to put on our lawn? Yeah, you, I can give you a little tip. You can go on to www.keepersway.co.nz. So Keepersway, there's um, a little bit of advice on there. But what you should do, though, is think about in my lawn at home and what we do at the venues, every month we're putting something on. We're putting little and often on. A solid fertiliser, so like your, your normal lawn fertiliser that you can buy from you know most shops these days, put that on in the months where it's growing. So... There's no point putting on a solid fertiliser on now because the temperatures aren't warm enough for the fertiliser to break down and do what it's supposed to do. What you can do at this time of year is there are liquid fertilisers you can spray on your lawn. Now, we use these on the stadium and on Fedden Park this time of year pretty much all the time because they're taken up by the leaf or by the plant and that's how the plant will absorb the nitrogen or the, or the nutrients that it needs. So it's, again, going back to I use a monthly program and it's just little and often just keep things ticking over. And I guess weeds in the lawn is the bane of a lot of people. Um, those, I don't know what they're called, those flat round ones with about, I don't know, a dozen leaves on and they spread out and when you pull it out there's a big brown patch of dirt because it's blocked all the light from the grass. Um, how do we control weeds in our lawns at home? The best tip is if you're going to spray out your weeds, like a herbicide, which again you can buy from your garden centers and that, fertilize it about your lawn about 10 days before you spray the herbicide. There's a couple of reasons for that. One, you'll get your turf that you want to look after in a nice and healthy state when it gets hit by the herbicide. Two, the stomata of the weed actually opens up and takes the product in, so you'll get a better chance of getting a better kill. So there are a couple of key little things. I'll be honest with you, Steffi, my lawn looks pretty sharp. I'm all text it through to you, you can share with your listeners. I actually do quite a bit of hand weeding in my lawn, and my my wife will vouch for that. She feeds me down on my hands and knees, as normal, out there pulling out weeds, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Keeper's Way, all one word, keepersway.co.nz. I've just opened it. Um, the big picture on the homepage, is that your lawn? Yeah. That's my lawn, mate. People out there, just while you're listening, Keepers Way, as in Wicket Keepers, but just keepersway.co.nz. Go there, look at that photo. Just look at that photo. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Sorry, boys. But that's, Steffi, does your lawn not look like that? No, no, KJ. No. And it's interesting you talk about, as in Keepers, as in Wicket Keepers. Ian Smith, obviously a fantastic uh, announcer on, on Sends was that he actually helped me launch the little product. And as a keeper, yeah, how cool way eh, to have, have it in the name. So what's Keeper's Way? I, I've never been on there. I've got to sign up. What, what, what happens on Keeper's Way, KJ? Oh, there's a couple of options. There's, a, there's an online shop. So how that come about, I, in my career, have done quite a bit of stuff overseas, you know, with the All Blacks and India and working in Dubai and stuff. COVID, and I was supposed to go and do the Olympics for World Rugby in Japan. COVID obviously stopped me from travelling. So my phone honestly rang red hot 
during COVID, people were wanting products and advice. So it's sort of come about by a need for what people are wanting at home. And it's, it's just sort of grown and it's something that I've been able to offer a service and some products to people who, you know, wanting to improve their lawns. And you, like, you, I, I've been pitch side when there's been all black test, chief tests and you're down pitch side with your, with your bucket hat and looking at the grass and I just look at you and you, you looked at me and we didn't have to share words. It's just, it's magnificent. How much pride do you get out of standing there and looking at your work? Oh, look, look. When you say work, I mean, it's, there's never a day that I wake up and never want to come here. I mean, I'm very, I guess I'm very fortunate to be working in an environment, but I'm also working in a great team as well. So we've got a good bunch of lads who, yeah, we take massive pride. We, one of our little cat sayings, we want to make, uh, we want it world-class turf every day. And I want someone like you to come here and go, wow, that's amazing. Or, mm. or you know, your listeners to flick TV on or, or hear even, you know, the radio commentators talk about it because, we want people to be proud of it, and we want Hamiltonians to be proud of the venues we look up. We're pretty lucky here in Hamilton that our venues are pretty special, and um, you know, and we want people to just want to come here. And you know, obviously, we've got the FIFA Women's World Cup on at the moment, and when that's finished, we've got the Warriors here, and then there's, you know, there's domestic rugby and um, FMX. So we've got a lot of events, and we just want people to come here and have a great experience. And we. We're a part of that, and, and I always talk about the turf being the stage to the event that we host. So, yep. you know, um, you, and cricket, the cricket teams need us, and we need them to be able to produce, you know, a good pitch and what they what they need. You know, I look at what, you know, Sam Kane and the All Blacks need when they come here. They need quality training surfaces. So everything is about being part of the of an event that, that goes on. And, you know, there's been, I guess, many cases in around the world where stadiums turf have failed and you know that's front page I guess so you know we, we take that we don't want to be in that situation so yeah again comes down to a lot of love a lot of hours and a lot of dedication from a huge amount of people and we are also pretty proud mate We've got some questions come in from listeners KJ so I'll read them word for word question for KJ how meddling or hands on have FIFA been in terms of getting Waikato Stadium ready for their World Cup yeah, it's been pretty intense for a couple of years. And, and the things that's different for us is we are having to walk behind mow the pitch uh, every day, which is cool. We normally do mow every day, but it's normally right on. So we've increased our staff. Uh, FIFA have supplied mowers that we use, so that's all very different. Wow. Um, lots of testing. So pretty much every day there's a turf consultant who comes in on behalf of FIFA and tests things like uh, how hard the surface is. We use a clear camera for that. Our moisture contents, um, what else? our shear testing, which means how strong is our turf when a player's foot goes in. So we, we have we've stepped up the, the level, I guess, of expectations and, and what we need to, to um, produce by a long way. And yeah, it's uh, it's pretty full on, and it, it's you know it's in, a, it's in a book, and we have to just deliver. So it's been um, it's been great. Don't get me wrong, but it's. Uh, there's some pretty big hours and, and, and a lot of high expectations, but something that we'll probably never see again in our lifetime, so we want to make a good fist of it. Do you get to keep the mowers at the end? Oh, we do. Yeah, the legacy item. Beautiful. Yeah, They're pretty cool. Um, you walk 8Ks to mow the field. Oh, my God. One mower. And that's it. One mower, and that's every day. And there's some days where we'll need to double cut, so... So it's good for KJ's waistline. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's eight k's is what what the boys what we're walking and yeah we've got two miles going and actually just mowing the field now I'm standing out here uh, looking at the field and um, yeah she's looking pretty good and the sun's shining which is even better for us too mate. Oh, that's magic. Um, Josh is asking um, grass height in summer and winter. What should it be and does it differ when you mow, when you mow lawns? What's your optimal height? Look, it will differ um, depending on where you are. Uh, and things like, so I have ryegrass, which is what Waikato Stadium, so all those stripes that you see on the on Keeper's Way um, homepage, mm. that's ryegrass. So that is cut at 12 mil, so sort of half an inch. And outside, um, the bigger areas on my lawn, which there may be a photo there as well, is tall fescue. I'm cutting that at 75 to 100 mil. Again, whatever variety you have, um, you want to just make sure you cut it. On, on that uh, website, there's also a bit of information about the grasses and the heights of cut you should have. Uh, in the wintertime, I'd always bring the heights up just to give it a bit of protection. Um, and, and we do that again at the stadium as well. well. We'll bring it up. So currently for FIFA, we are cutting at 24 millimetres. Uh, and for rugby, we would normally run that same grass on Waikato Stadium at around about 30, 35 mil, just depending on how many events we have. Mm. One from Andy saying, real mower, rotary mower or push mower or does it depend? Oh, look, if you're wanting quality and if you're wanting stripes, it's most definitely a real mower. A real mower will give you a better high quality cut. Um, the win- During the winter time, again, when you lift those heights up, you can go with a rotary mower as well. No issue at all. But again, if you're looking for stripes, it would always be a real mower. Real mo, okay. And um, someone else is uh, in their car; they can't log on because they're listening and driving. Uh, they've also done a speaking text message or something, and just asked you to explain a bit more if you subscribe to Keepers Way. What can you tell us a little bit more about the packages and what they involve? Yeah, sure. So what it is, it's pretty much uh, my my food bag model, where every month product arrives at your front door, depending on the time of year, and I the products come that you need. So if you it'll come with the right amount for your lawn. So pretty much it's a, it's a pretty simple way of doing what we do here. There's also some sprayers and some hand fertilisers, uh, fertilised spreaders available as well. So pretty much it's everything that you need to be able to have your lawn looking as good as mine. Jeez, that'd be magnificent. Now, Sammy, my producer, is just lawn besotted, and I'm sure he's champing at the bit because I haven't asked enough questions. Sammy, have you got a question for KJ? KJ, have you ever painted your grass? <laughs> I have. Yes, that a boy. See, I get a lot of crap for that, Steph, from uh, from my mates after I painted it before Charlie's first birthday, make it look nice and green. Do, do they do that at um, grounds and stuff, KJ, or is that just a, like a home oh. lawn thing? No, we do do that. Um, we use some pigments and some different uh, products for darkening up the colour of it. Uh, as I said, I mean, this time of year, we're just um, foliar feeding our, the turf, so we do put in some products that will darken it up. Iron's a little one that will help that. It will make it go sort of a, a slightly on the sort of darker side, and then that will last for about four or five days. So, yeah, there are – and as far as paint goes, we're not actually – physically putting paint on the ground but we're spraying on a few a few products remembering too that as far as paint goes we do often have a lot of logos for some of our codes which are actually mm. turf paint painted on for you know obviously the sponsors 
Mm, I'm going to cut that answer and uh, show it to all my mates now. They won't give me so much stick. Uh, <laughs> KJ, a, a, a couple other ones that I've uh, that I've had at home. Firstly, the, the real uh, problem I have is when to mow when it's wet, right? So I sort of always got told don't mow it when it's wet or don't mow it in the rain. But it's so hard in Auckland when it rains almost every day. And on the days it doesn't rain, it's still super soggy, super wet. You feel like you're just ripping it up and the and the tyre tracks from the lawnmower are going everywhere. Like, how do you get around that? Because mine just grows way too much because I can't mow it. Yeah, yeah, you're right there, though. You want it to be as dry as you possibly can. There's a couple of reasons for that. You know, one, that the clippings will go into the catcher better. So when everything's, I guess, real damp and that, it's hard for the mower to, to be able to cut properly. Two, um, if the ground is too soft and putting mowers over it, you can actually seal the surface from the weight of the mower, particularly with the real mower with the rear roller and stuff on it. So absolutely, and it is difficult, and Hamilton, to be fair, has been no different as well around our mowing of it as well. And again, we've got daily commitments for FIFA that, um, you know, this is the first time this tournament's been held in the wintertime, so the challenges we have is, again, the weather. The weather dictates everything that we do. So, yep, we might have a plan we're going to mow tomorrow and we're going to mow first thing, but we actually can't because of the weather. little trick that we also do in the mornings is we swish the dew off, and that helps as well. So we, we use the rope and just drag a rope across the, the turf to remove the dew, and that helps a little bit around drying out a bit faster. Mm. The, um, when you're spraying fertiliser, because I noticed the granular stuff I find works way more, way quicker, and it's way more noticeable. When I throw that down, it gets real green, real fast, grows really thick. But when I've done liquid fertilizer stuff, it, it sometimes doesn't do anything, or it's certainly not noticeable. Is it just, it's just got to be patient with the liquid stuff and just like get a program going that'll eventually, you know, you'll see the results of in a couple of months? Yeah, 100%. Hey, Steffi, it sounds as though Sam's wasted in radio, mate. I oh, know. <laughs> hey, if you got a job, KJ, if you got a job. He said to me, oh, without a word of a lie, if he was better at golf, he'd love to be a pro golfer, but either working for NASA or a groundskeeper, they're his dream jobs. 100%. How good. So when he grows up, he wants to be a groundsman, eh? That's great. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I look, you're right, though, around the foliar fertilisers, they have less amount of nitrogen in them and that's just the way that we get the product on into the leaf so yes you're right you don't get a big flush like what you will out of uh, the solid type fertilizers but again for me over that winter time it's actually about just ensuring the plant health is you know in a good state so that it can one handle the the wet weather and you know potentially frost parts of new zealand so it is again around plant health some of those followers you will find sammy that they'll have more iron or FE as it's called in them, they will help to darken up, but you're not going to see a, a flush like you would a solid fertiliser. Brilliant, brilliant stuff, KJ. Um, we're, we're, we're over time now, but what I might do, what I might do, Sammy's got your number now. Next time he's in Hamilton, I reckon you'd say, come and have a look at what we do, and you two would get on like a house on fire. He needs to get down here. He needs to come and have a look. We need to get him on a mower. He can come and mow the stadium and he can have a bit of fun. Hey, Brett and Brett and born, well, not born, but Brett in the uh, Waikato as well, uh, KJ. So, look, I know that ground well. Uh, Hello, Turf. It's, uh, it's home for me. So, yeah, and the best grass comes from the Waikato, of course. We'd, we'd love to see you down here. You know I'm a Kentev, though, eh? Ooh. And that is KJ there. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, KJ. You're a champion. Thanks heaps for that, buddy. 
Nice talking to you, lads. Have a great afternoon, eh? See you, mate. Carl Johnson there, turf manager at Waikato Stadium. It's just, it's just so fascinating. And the really cool thing is, so this Keeper's Way, I'd never looked at it. Go and have a look at keepersway.co.nz and that opening photo on the on the homepage is KJ's house. Well, it's KJ's lawns. It's a pretty cool house too, but the lawns are amazing. And I know a lot of you love it. Anyway, we all shall take a break, and I'm going to have a look at the lawns of this week's Bailey's Property of the Week after this.